Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural BNL Pipeco Services podcast. We are coming to you from Houston, Texas, broadcasting all over the world to our millions of listeners. Uh, well, soon to be millions of listeners, I'm sure. But uh, I want to start off by uh, introducing uh, myself and some other people that are with me. I'm, my name is Steve Tate, and I'm the president of BNL Pipeco. Uh, along with me, I have some distinguished guests. I have we have Gene Hunt here. Say hello, Gene. Hello, Steve. Hello, everybody. Gene is our uh, our senior VP of sales. And uh, what do you do with that as the senior VP of sales, Gene? I'll give us well, a I get to play story. a lot of golf and eat a lot of dinners, uh, <laughs> fly all over the country, and act like a big shot. Well, that's not so bad. <laughs> He makes it sound a lot easier than it is. It's uh, Gino. Actually, uh, he he's in charge of all of our sales strategy, and since we're pretty much a sales organization, that's a very important job in our company. So, thank you for all that you do, Gene. Thank you. Uh, I also have uh, Kayla Mathis with us, and uh, Kayla is our marketing specialist. Kayla. Hi, everybody. Kayla is. Uh, if it weren't for Kayla, this podcast wouldn't be happening, and she's a, a very important uh, person in our company, also, and handles all of our marketing efforts and, and make sure that um, uh, our company is being presented to the world in the right way and we really appreciate all that you do. Good job. Well, thank so, you. Uh, the podcast today, we want to just give a real quick commercial of our company because there might be some of you that are listening that don't know who BNL Pipeco is. And and then we want to talk a little bit about kind of why we're doing this and, 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 and a little bit of what we hope to accomplish in the future with our podcast. But real quickly, uh, BNL Pipeco is an OCTG distributor, uh, which if you don't know what that means, it means we sell steel pipe. And that steel pipe goes into oil and gas wells. We sell it to our, our, uh, oil, and, our oil and gas customers, the guys who actually produce the oil and gas. And this, all the pipe that we have goes down into the well and cases off the, the uh, hole to make sure that that well is uh, safely put together and uh, so they can perform their uh, fracking operations safely and produce the oil and gas safely and efficiently and in an environmentally conscious fashion. And so we're very proud of the products that, uh, that we sell. Um, we are a actually, and uh, Gene, we'll talk a little bit about our merger because BNL Pipeco is a fairly new name to the industry. Um, we've been around since 2016 as BNL Pipeco, but BNL, which stands for Borland and Leverage, has been around since the 1930s. I think that's right. That's a yes, long time. A long time. And Pipeco was formed in 1982. So a 30-year plus history with Pipeco and a what is that a 67-year history with the uh, <laughs> we're not real good at math, with the Borland and Leverage side, <laughs> which is uh, how we got to be. BNL Pipeco. Yeah, and it's uh, and and BNL BNL's supply with Borland Leverage Supply and Pipeco Services uh, were two of the larger OCTG distributors in the United States. Um, and the United and the OCTG distribution is is somewhat unique to North America that that business model. So uh, we put two of the bigger uh, distributors and merged them together, and so now we're one of the well, we're one of the largest, if not the largest, OCTG distributor. Yeah, that's, in the United States, and let's that go makes global. It, yeah, we're global, baby. We're global, <laughs> so we're one of the biggest in the world. And uh, not that that uh, means anything, but uh, it's kind of fun to say, I guess. And I think each company each had their unique strengths. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know B and L uh, supply was uh, very strong in the Western United States and uh, Pipeco. Pipeco was very strong in the Gulf Coast, Midcon, and the Northeast. Yeah, and so when we put good the fit. and we put the companies together, um, it was actually a really good fit. And so I guess to give a little bit of information, maybe behind the curtain on the merger. Uh, the merger happened in 2016, and if anybody knows anything about our industry, if you're listening out there, you know that that was a really, really bad year. Um, so you might you might tend to think that maybe this merger happened because of bad market conditions, but that's not actually true, Gene. It's that is not the case. Uh, the, the conversation started late 2013 through 2014 between yeah. you and uh, Bob Dvorak. Yeah, it was something that was kicked around as maybe an idea because we never really competed against Borland Leverage as a Pipeco company. Gino and I, are histo- we were kind of came from the Pipeco side. And, and uh, yeah, we didn't really compete against uh, B&L because we were in different markets and different market segments. And so uh, we had talked about how maybe the two companies together could be stronger. And, and so the more we talked about it, um, the more we thought it made sense. It just so happened that the market kind of fell apart in 2015. Um, but at the same time, I, I would say it was kind of good for us because we had a lot to do. We had a lot to do. <laughs> we were, it made 2015 go by a little bit quicker. Yeah, where there's a lot of people that were probably were kind of sitting around uh, not with not much to do because nobody was selling a whole lot of pipe. We had a lot to do with regards to merging two companies. And, and again, the, I think with the merger of the two companies, one of the main intents was to create was was to not have one company take over the other, um, as often happens in in corporate mergers. It was really to create more of a hybrid model. Uh, because of that, the lack of, uh, or I guess I should say, the difference in market uh, strengths, and and from that standpoint, I th- one of the stats that we had, Gene, was the cannibalization of sales. What was that a four four percent or 4%. something? Four percent. Yeah, so that's that's really unusual, um, and that just shows that we were really participating in different markets. So, so again, um, you know, there was a, there was a lot of good reasons to do it. That was the certainly the market reach was one of them. Uh, another one was products in itself. I mean, products, mill sourcing, uh, they were very strong with um, obviously with TMK and had the unique relationship with Paragon. We were. Kind of more of an alloy seamless type company had the relationship with U.S. Steel and Valoric and Boast, mm-hmm. and uh, man, you put the two together, it makes us a very powerful distributor sourcing wise. And we can bring a lot of options to the table, all the way down to you know any any grade uh, thread uh, we can provide, which uh, which yeah. is great. Which makes uh, which obviously is it's a good thing for the mills that we represented because uh, we can bring more to the table for the mills, but also even. I shouldn't say more importantly because the mills will get mad at me for saying that, but uh, the fact of the matter is the, the customer is, is king at, at, at B&L Pipeco, and so from our customer standpoint, we're able to offer uh, more products uh, to our customers and, um, and and able to tell our customers that we can, any any geographic area you guys want to drill in, we're going to be there for you. Yeah, quick, quick story. I'll never forget one of our largest customers. I'm sitting there bragging about the merger, talking about the succession plan, the you know, the geographic reach, just everything that we were really excited about and talked about all through 2015. And the customer looked at me and said, man, that's great, Gene. Well, what's it mean for me? (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) It's a great question. And, and of course, there's numerous reasons uh, what it means to the customer, and it's always all about the customer. And uh, and just some of the things that we've mentioned, the options, uh, 
now that we're getting into other parts. Yeah, we should probably talk a little bit yeah, about that. Yeah, we should about uh, how we're growing. Yeah. Uh, some of the uh, different products and services that we're looking at. But uh, that that just going back to that story, that, that was always like a kick right in the tail to me. Like, man, I'm sitting here bragging about how great this merger is and how happy we are about it. And then customers looking at me, well, what what's it, it mean yeah, for what's, me? What's in it for me? So that kind of was our theme going into 2016 and kind of trying to ramp up. What does BNL Pipeco mean to the customer? Yeah, and that's a very good point. Is that I, you're probably hearing a lot of maybe you're hearing it through what we're how we're talking, but uh, we are a very very customer focused uh, OCTG distributor, and everything that we do, we try to think about how's it how's it going to improve the customer situation. Now that might be how do we how's it going to uh, reduce their costs? How's it going to make sure they have security of supply? Make sure they get good quality products. All those things, but everything that we do uh, is is it all comes back to how it's going to help our customer. And and from that standpoint, we should probably talk a little bit about real quickly about some. Of, it's led into other products that we actually sell. So yes, we are an OCTG distributor, but now we're even kind of thinking of ourselves. We're evolving more into an upstream, upstream supply service. and services company because uh, now we're supplying uh, storage oil field storage tanks, some of the best tanks built in the, in the in the North America and. Uh, we're exclusive to Steel Nation, exclusive distributor for Steel Nation. Uh, right. So that's been a great deal for it's us. It's been a great deal. And the quality is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're branching off into other things, even logistical services. We started a, our own logistics company called Encompass, which is a subsidiary of BNL Pipeco Services now, uh, fully, fully owned uh, by the company. And, and so Encompass is uh, basically a, a logistics support company. If you guys need anything, if your customers need anything to be hauled, uh, we can provide that service directly to our customers. And not just pipe. And not yes, yeah, not so it's not just pipe. Um, we're looking at other avenues. We're uh, we're looking at some other products that we'll be uh, introducing in the very very near future. And but not only products, but services too. I mean, gee, we do some asset management for our customers too. Um, you know, uh, operators they end up they always end up with a lot of inventory they don't want. And again, we do a lot of the other services like, you know, accessories made, as they say, the jewelry in the industry mm-hmm. uh, manufactured for our customers, uh, uh, all those kinds of things. So there's a lot more. But like I said, everything that we do, we kind of it's all customer centric. It's all customer driven. Um, and again, we bring the mill into those those types of decisions a lot of times too. Uh, our our manufacturers to try to create some transparency in that supply chain. So, but anyway, so that's a real quick uh, commercial on BNL Pipeco and, and who we are. Um, again, we've uh, we 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 have been here for a long time. We've been supplying uh, OCTG to this industry for for decades now, and we plan on being here for quite some time as our as the largest OCTG distributor but we'll always be looking for ways to better service uh, our customers and, and help them reduce their total cost of ownership so but that being said with regards to the commercial side of this uh, podcast uh, real quickly I think I just want to talk a little bit about what we want to accomplish with this podcast and and again you're going to get a lot of our opinions in in this podcast because we're we're opinionated we can be we can be fairly opinionated I will admit that uh, but remember, they're always they're they're our opinions. Um, if you want to think of us as experts, that's great. Uh, we appreciate that. But uh, we, you know, 
they are opinions at the end of the day. Um, but not only that with the podcast is we don't want it. This will not just be something that's always pipe related. No. Or it's not going to be always industry related. I, I think we need to dive into what's going on in Colorado. Yeah. You know, what's going on in Pennsylvania. Um, how are these environmental laws and regulations going to affect our industry? Yeah. Um, we, I think we need to get our meal guys maybe as guest speakers. In yeah, there. I think we're going to have some guest speakers that will be mm-hmm. interesting. Some of those might be actually industry specific. Some, th- some of our guest speakers might be completely off subject. Um, and some of our facilities people where we stock our pipe. I mean, they've got great insight on environmental issues also. Oh, yeah. Because you just can't let pipe dope hit the ground anymore, and it's expensive. And right. I'd like to hear their views on some of these environmental issues also. Yeah, and we hope to maybe mix in a little bit of entertainment too uh, as we go. Um, and Kayla is, is uh, had some great ideas on on some uh, topics that we can discuss in the future. We'll be releasing some of those later. Kayla. So Kayla's our idea person. I try to be. We'll yeah, see what happens though. <laughs> she does a great job. She does a great job. Everybody have a good Not holiday though? Yes. So, yeah, we're, by the way, it's, now it's January. We're into 2019, so this is also starting off a new year. So we're all back from the holidays and uh, trying to dry out a little bit. Trying to dry out, <laughs> trying to figure out where the stock market's going, trying yep. to figure out where the oil price is going. Yeah, I realized during the holidays I needed to quit looking at that oil price because that, exactly. uh, that was hard not to get a little bah humbuggy. But, uh, but everybody had a good holiday, got what they want for Christmas. Good, good. Lots of travel, and then New Year's was pretty much spent at home which That's was good. very nice all yes. the baby around all the baby yeah. around yeah been there and done that yeah many so years ago <laughs> what was your favorite was best present you got this year my husband got me the other end of my wedding ring Wow. Yeah. So that so was a very nice So you got a half gift. a wedding ring when you were Yes. Wedding? I know. The other end. I called it half my push gift because I had the baby too. So, oh, you know, okay. apparently you're supposed to have one of those and I didn't realize a, it. What? A, a push gift. A push gift. For having a child. That's new one on me. <laughs> I was supposed to get push gifts? Yes. Oh, man. I screwed up. Now, hopefully your wife is listening. Yeah. So. Great. Thanks a lot for that, Kayla. I think better go to the store. How about you, Gina? What did you get for Christmas that was so good? I actually got, I've got a gas grill in the back, but I've always wanted just a regular grill. Yeah. I can put charcoal in Like a charcoal grill? Yeah, exactly. Like, would you get, like, one a green egg or? No, I just got a Weber. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm going to experiment with that. Yeah, there's something about just being tricked on charcoal. charcoal. Yeah. I agree with that, man. I've used it a couple of times, and I end up having the gas on because coals aren't just right. I got some practice. In the <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh, I better finish yeah. cooking that steak. You don't want to poison your family with some salmonella. Exactly. So. <laughs> Merry Christmas. That's good. What That's about good. yourself? Well, I got, you know, um, I got a couple of gifts. Uh, first of all, uh, I, some friends at the company gave me a, a very, very nice um, rod and reel, fly fishing rod and reel, which was awesome. And in compliment with that, my wife got me some... Sims waders and wading boots. Wow. So You're I'm very, I am, I now I just need to learn how to fly fish. So. <laughs> that is not easy out here. I, I've never tried it. I'm getting better at it, but I'm, I'm very much of a novice. Man, just so. give me a Zebco reel. And <laughs> the Zebco 400. Dude. That's Nothing wrong with that. You can't man. go wrong. I'll tell you. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so it was, it was so a good holiday. Fly? Uh, we're fly fishing trip. 
Well, I think we're going to try to do one in the spring, and then uh, we're going to try to do a big one in the in the summertime. So, hopefully, but that'd be good. Yep, yep. Gino's the Gino's the golfer, and oh, I I'm did get a uh, push card. Oh, you did for yeah, your. I'm going to do way more walking this year on the golf course. You, that's your that's your New Year's resolution. Huh? That's exactly right. Walking yeah. yeah, take those steps. You know, you can walk seven miles on a golf course. If you did that, like every with my other game, day, it might be eight miles. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, again, thank you very much for joining us. We uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. We'll uh, be doing this more on a regular basis, and we hope you start to tune in on a regular basis. And uh, anyway, well, thanks very much, and we're signing off for the day.